Yo, 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 it's your host, Mia Moore. How are you, everyone? I know, I know, it's been some time, but I told you I'd be back. Now, with this comeback, there's been so many things that have taken place, um, so many different steps into my career, moving forward, um, so many different, what, trials and tribulations and triumphs and encores and everything like that with my time I've been away. So many different things that I want to touch on. Um, But for one, I would just definitely like to thank the men above for allowing me to be here today to pick up where I left off, to uh, speak out, speak up, and um, just speak on it. And that's everything. Of course, the title of the show is It's a Conversation. Today, it will just be me having a conversation for you guys to... um, tune into. So I'll start in the beginning. Um, the beginning for me is uh, work. Oh, man. So going into work, like I said, stepping into a new career, of course, um, I've always done the property management thing. So now I'm stepping into the real estate world. And even with that, you just learn so many different things about people and how they act, how they operate, how they move. And one thing I've always learned in life is people was not going to move on your time or to the beat of your drum. But you can. You don't ever have to stop at that. Uh, so I'm dealing with, um, you know, of course, in the corporate world. I've always been in the corporate world, but I've stepped up into the corporate world to a higher and a different level. And what I've learned is people, uh, things that you take pride in or how you move or what you see, everyone doesn't. So it's, you know, when people see someone coming in, you know, with such a force or hitting the ground running, it's just like, intimidation comes in. Um, so I got into I, I, in, into this company that I'm with. Um, I, I see that, you know how some things in certain situations you learn how to be and how not to be. In this particular situation, I've learned how I want my business to go. And I've learned some great and big steps on how I don't want it to go. So in real estate, it's more so a thing. It's like kind of all you have is your word. You know what I mean? People depend on your word. You got to stand on your word. And, 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 you, and you, you can't, you, you, you got to, you have to like, your word is your word, basically. So you can't tell someone that it'll be this. And then when they get there, it's not that. Or you're going to make sure you do this. And then when you do it, it's not. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's just like everyday life for real, for real. You can't, if you tell someone something, they're going to expect that. They're going to expect to see exactly what you tell them they're going to see. They expect to get exactly what it is that they're going to get. You know, you can't tell a person like, yeah, so when you come outside in the morning, the sky is going to be blue. But then when they get out there, the sky is all dark and gray. It's like, you guaranteed me some beautiful blue skies. And that's kind of what it is. I manage over seven different buildings. And it's like, for me... I put my best foot forward always in everything, friendship, business, relationship, work, um, outside, my rapport with my residents and just, you know, everything. And it's kind of hard sometimes to push through when you have someone or something in the back pulling you back or throwing a monkey wrench or some kind of obstacle in every different way that they can. So for me, it's like, damn, how do you handle this? How do you go about it? You know what I mean? How do you yet once again tell the opponent or the devil, or whatever it is they are, that, you know, you're not going to win yet again. So I'll give you an example. Um, It's like, 
You go into, see, you manage it. It's different when managing a property versus owning it. See, when you manage it, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to manage it. You're supposed to keep it up to part. And that's just that. Your residents see you. You're the face all the time. So they expect for things to be exactly what you're telling them it's going to be. And you as managing, you're telling them what it's going to be because that's how it should be. Man. There's always someone like in their feelings. And then the thing about feelings is people can't help it. People can't, people really can't control them sometimes. And I will be, I'm raising my hand right now to let you know I am one of the first people to let you know that sometimes you cannot always control your feelings because a feeling can be a force. And once that forceful feeling comes over, you know, you begin to speak out and it's like, well, I'm telling this person, because if you move, you just expect to move into something brand new. You know, like it's brand new of some persons that someone's telling you, hey, over oh, Jasmine, I pointed this out. I see here this, this the ceiling is a little this or it's a little that. And it's like, you know what? It is. I'm going to take care of that for you. So once you come, once you move in, you don't have to worry about this. It's going to be that. And that's still the same as like everyday life. So for me, my word is my word. I don't lie because lying just isn't cool, especially when your name is on the line. But then the issue that you have is when you take more care of the initial situation than the big person, the big boss, the big owner, or the big, you know, the head honcho, the one behind it all. So it's just like, damn, every time you're doing something good or people see how you're moving or they see you take pride in something that you're doing, again, there's always going to be someone that doesn't like it. So it's like, how do you handle it? And for me, it's like, sometimes I don't even be knowing. It's like, but I'm going to do the best that I can. So I had to get someone to understand, like, listen, if you're going to do it this way or this is still going to be how you do it, then it's no need to have me jump in and chime in and, and do it my way or to do my job, rather, as in what it is that you asked me to do. If you're still going to turn around and do it your way. You know, you ever been faced with a situation like that? It's like you, you, you get a job or you get an assignment or a task or you know, it's your position or you, how you have to handle it. And then when folks see you handling it that way, they get a little scared, you know, intimidated. I'm always the one that um someone else is intimidated by. And it's crazy because people will be so much praying for your downfall or just so, so, so hyped and hell bent on you not making it. And it's like, you don't even dig that. I got some fears and some, nobody intimidates me, but you know, I got some things that might be like, uh, how can I compete against that? Or what am I supposed to do about that? Or how do I handle that? Or what, you know, what do I do? And for me, the only thing I can do is what I know how to do. And that's be the shit, you know? (laughs) So it's like with work, I'm always being challenged, you know, in in a way that it's like, damn, you know that either way, no matter how many different ways or how many different angles you come and you challenge me on, I'm still right. What I did was right. And you know that you can't argue with that. But then there comes this little thing of authority and people abuses, abuse their authority when they're fighting a losing battle. And it's like, well, it's not even really a fight or it's not a battle because another key word is when you're a team, we're not here to compete against each other. So it's just like I see that now, but in real estate, management, whatever it is, that's that's exactly what it is. It's always a competition. 
in life, period, in the world, there's always some secret competition or some secret fight that you didn't even know or some battle or something that you didn't even know or realize you was fighting. So now you got to, you know, turn your hat, you know what I'm saying, from the back, from the front. You got to flip it to the back and let them know, like, listen, I mean business and this is what it is. So that's just the work aspect. I was um, faced with a situation where this Man, rather. It'd always be the men that give me the girl-ass issues. It's just like, be a man. Just act like a man. You know what I'm saying? Pull your skirt. Is it pull your skirt down? <laughs> In this case, yeah. Pull your skirt down and your pants up, person. <laughs> and sometimes people be like, you know, Jazz, you can't just give up. You can't just, you know, just say F it. But sometimes you can. And it's like, it's not so much as I'm giving up or I'm like, man, F this or whatever. Sometimes you got to know what situations are worth the fight and what is not. And then for me, that just is like knowing when to gracefully bow out. You know what? You got it. You can do better. I'm going to let you do better. And I had to learn that that's the approach that you have to take, again, in everyday life, but especially work. Because when you start somewhere and you're climbing up the ladder, you're not really looking for a fight or a battle. You're just trying to get yourself recognized or noticed for what it is that you can do. And when you do that in a way and you carry yourself in a way that is intimidating for others, they start pulling out all kind of tricks. They pull out this hat you never knew they had with a bunch of tricks in it. It's like, damn, Houdini, where that happened? Like, where that come from? And it begins, it can be a, a bit of an uncomfortable situation. But I mean, like, what do you do? You battle through it. You get through it. I just show them, listen, it doesn't matter how you remember the old saying sticks and stones and break my bones. But um, words can never hurt me. That's a lie. Words is the main thing that can hurt a person. But I mean, the only thing you can do with that is take those words and make them eat them. That's just that. Me and Patience have um embarked on a different, some little different little journey of ours. And we, uh, you know, we're not too far away, but we packed our things up and we moved away. So it's like, okay, we're going to go to a different state, you know, get a little bit of taste of this. And it's different. Don't get me wrong, but now whereas back home, it's like we was dealing with, you know, the violence and, you know, you got to keep your head low and just stay out of trouble and stay out the way. We moved from the heart of Southwest. What? Gang, gang, shoot them up. Bang, bang, city. We moved a little bit out the county, you know, a little bit the white folk or whatever. For me, it's like, all right, we don't see colors. I've always taught my children to not see colors because that's not what it is. Because people are people. The only difference with the people is that everyone is a different shade. Cool. We got out there. They were a little stronger on treating you by the shade or the color of your skin. So it was like, all right, cool. You know what? We went through a couple little things there or whatever. And it was just like, all right, this isn't it. We're going to, you know, going to. One thing about me is I am not afraid to dip. If it ain't right right here for me, I've done all I could. You don't accept it. You can't embrace it. All right, kid, you ready? Yeah, mom, I'm ready. We out. So that's what we did. So now we're here in this situation where she loves it. She loves her school. She loves the people, love the kids. Um, It's not bad. I like it too. You know what I'm saying? It's a way. It's out the way. It's not secluded, but it's just out the way. It's a different genre of people. Um, People see things differently. They don't know, you know, everything is not so much of, you know, oh, we're going to fight or what? I'm going to go get such and such. I'm going to go get my cat and shoot you. <laughs> like, it's just like, whoa, don't get me wrong. Violence is, is everywhere. So it doesn't matter where you go. It's going to still be there. But now we deal with this thing where patience has an issue 
where certain kids say nigga. And what gets under her skin and what really grinds her gears is they think it's okay to be smart by saying nigger. So for her, it's the ending that that, that gets to her. That 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 kind of try to make them that that makes her feel like what the hell gives you the right to utilize the word in that way. Now, for her, she came home told me a story one day. Mom, you know this person, some some some. They they're just always talking and just always saying stuff to me. And you know I'm like, well, patience. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Oh, well, he probably like you. You know he always saying little stuff and doing this. And she like, no, mommy. Yes, she calls me mommy. M O M M Y. Not mom. Mommy. And somebody had a nerd to tell her one day, won't you just say mom? Why do you have to say mommy? Because that's her innocence. That's her vibe. That's us. That's who we are. I'm her mommy and she's my daughter. <laughs> so she come home. She's upset. She's furious. She like, mom, you know, mommy, this boy, he just, every time I turn around, he's saying something to me and something, something, something. And I just, I just snapped mom because he had said something, something. And he said, nigger. And I'm like, you know, girl, listen, people going to say whatever they want. Don't even let that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said, what? Yes, mommy. E-R, nigger. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, do you need me to call to school or go up there? Because I will, because you know, and I'm that mom. And you can't even say black mom. Because I think any mom that just don't, you ain't just going to be messing with her kid like that. She coming how she come. So, you know, I'm like. What? I'm the mom that if she called me or texts me from school and she's crying, she's upset. I'm emailing. Hey, Miss Such and Such, what's going on today? Patience is this, this, that, and the third or whatever. You know, mom, don't worry. Da, da, da. So the little boy says something, something, nigger. And Patience kind of flipped. You know, get the, she had a few choice of words for him. She knew those weren't the choice of words she should have been using while being in school on school grounds. But he just, he got to her. And, um... So I don't know what made me sad. I said, well, what, what color was he? Mom, he was Mexican. <laughs> so I'm like, what? I'm like, don't he know? And then you know the rest. So I just said, okay. I said, well, the way you handled it, patience, you know, wasn't the way to handle it. And she's like, no, mommy. But I think it's just like, you know, people don't even realize that they are racist or saying racist things. And you know, it's not cool. And I just had to break it down to where, like, honestly, your age, I don't even think some can be. Some people can be. And I'm like, but I think the way society is, we got politics, the things that politics have shown us in the past two years. And just with the whole pandemic situation and, excuse me, how everything has been going down, I think some children and adults nowadays are just naturally ignorant. And I had to kind of try to explain to her, like, you know, tell them how you feel or break it down. Like, listen, okay, I am this and you are that. And I hope nobody shoot me down for saying this, but. Brad, you kind of we you you're, you're not no higher than me. If we want to get political with it, you ain't no higher than where I am. Like, you know, we kind of, you know. Ding, ding, got you beat a little bit. But heck, who are we to say that? I said, well, maybe you should break it down to him because she's came home to me more than one occasion and told me this little boy or whatever. So I think that he's just ignorant to what he's saying. And he's just so busy trying to get under her skin or trying to 
get her to notice him that he's going to say anything that he can say. You know what I'm saying? Just to get a rise out of patience. Trust me. I'm at, oh, yay, me. I just had a birthday yet again. I got to thank the big man above for blessing me and allowing me to be able to see 36. It's a big deal. 35 was a little rough and rocky, but it was still pleasant. But then to make it to 36, I felt so free. And um, you know what I mean? I'm still carrying the weight and the heaviness of just some things that life, you know, my 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 emotional roller coasters and my trials um and tribulations, but also my triumphs through from one year to the next. But <clears throat> so yeah, happy belated to me. But I had to tell her sometimes you just got to break down to a person what it is and what it ain't and why you can and why you can't. And um she like, you know, okay, okay. So she, uh, you know, went, whatever, went to school and broke it down to him. Like, I don't know how she broke it down, but whatever it is, she said at the end of the conversation, he was like, well, I, I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. You didn't mean it like that, but you were so busy trying to be cute or get patients attention that you were insulting her. And that's the problem nowadays. People think, the only way you can get someone to hear you to be recognized or noticed is to insult them for who they are or try to make them feel a way of the comfortability that they are or have as a person. And that's not right. You know what I mean? Like, and it's even and patience has again, we see no colors. Patience, she is just always got a friend. She got a little, you know, beige color friends. You know, she got the friends, the color of like, remember the crayon macaroni and cheese, like when Crayola first started coming out with all the crayon colors. She has um them. She always got a, you know, Hispanic, Mexican and a white and a, it's, it's, she got friends from all over and Asian. We can't forget that because she is K-pop queen lover, Lord, today. She be saying something about, I mock her music, you know, and I be like, no, nah, nah, you know, I sing it. She be like, mommy, that is so racist. And I had to tell her. Now, you remember when someone was saying something to you and you said it was racist, you know, they took offense or you felt it offense. So I had to kind of check myself, but I had to break down to her like, well, no, it's not racist, patients. I just don't know what they be saying. So all I can do is hum it or mock it in the way that I think of what it is that they're saying. And she was kind of like, no, mom, I ain't with it. I don't get it. But then I had to bring up to her, like, well, remember when little whenever, whatever, you know, you had to break it down to him and make him understand. So after I broke it down to her, like, no, I don't mean any offense by it. I'm just trying to get you, you know what I'm saying? So she's like, okay, so she had to break down to me. Well, this is the difference between Korean and Japanese and Chinese. Now, mind you, those are some very hard languages to speak and to write. My daughter knows how to say, I think like, hello, my name is Patience. Um, hello, my favorite color is. And um, something else. She know how to say about a good three or four senses. And you know, most kids, you're going to learn Spanish or you're going to learn um, French. Patience is learning Korean. So she stays after school two days out the week for Korean club. And um she had like wrote something one day and was like, mom, you know what that say? I'm like, girl, you know, I don't know. So what is it? And it just looked like a line and a dash and a dot. <laughs> and she was like, this says my name is Patience. I'm like, how? So it was just ironic to me that 
And she, I see so much of me in her because she, she loves a challenge. She loves a challenge. But then what challenges, like she loves to challenge, you know, herself and just, you know, for anyone that thinks she can't do something or she can't overcome or, you know, like just certain situations and things. And I, I had to tell her, like when the young man was saying some things, she like, I was ready to say this back and say that back. And what she was ready to say back was kind of like went on back to politics, like, you know, whatever, because the wall dot 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 <laughs> and I was like whoo girl no don't say that because you might get in trouble for that you may get in more trouble than he did and I just say that because the past two three four years for us has been nothing but a learning experience and it's not just like your life behind closed doors um you see I started with work it's been like work and then for her school, because I'm like, I don't understand why you kids always just act like y'all just so stressed out. Life is so hard and you got to go through this and that. But them kids be living a whole nother world in school. And I mean, I'm one of the people I like to watch a lot of high school shows and, you know, little series and stuff like that. And I'll be looking like, is this what kids go through in school? Like, why? But me and Patience over here, we've we've went through, we've gone through a thing like, She's just dealing with a bunch of different races. So it's kind of like, so before we just are so quick to jump up and be angry at them or with them. It's just like, you know, patience, you got to kind of empathize with their ignorance or, you know, try to understand that they aren't or weren't brought up the same way we were. Or they are not from or do not have the same cultural background as we do. So... You know, we've like gotten a little bit better with that. And for me, I took that into work. I mean, in work, it's like I'm the only strong black woman in an office with like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine other white people. And that shit don't bother me because... I ain't got nothing to do with how you live your life or who you are and all of that. Like my color, the color of my skin ain't that don't, um, we all doing the same thing. Only thing that might be a little different is your title might, you know, just be a little higher than mine. And I ain't even worried about that because sometimes, you know what I mean? People I done helped out, I done helped out a supervisor or a supervisor, supervisor or a GM or this or that. And they just like, damn, I ain't even... Thanks, Jazz. I, I wouldn't even realize that. Or I didn't even see that. It's just like, it is what it is. Sometimes you just like got to take the good, you know, with the bad. Now, one thing I don't like is a liar. Especially in the work field. Or, of course, especially in everyday life. Liars and I hate a liar that is in denial. Now, I had a heated little conversation and debate. With um little situation or something that went on. Now, for me, I just feel like every time I reach a certain peak or point in my life, here comes someone challenging or trying to do, oh, well, I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go jump off the Empire State building. So whatever building is higher than the Empire State, they're going to do it. Or if I say I'm going to jump off the Empire State building on February 22nd, then they're going to make sure they jump off February 19th so they can get the credit or the, you know, the ooh, wahs that they did it first. It's not about who did it first. 
It ain't about who did it first. That's what they tried to make Soulja Boy understand. <laughs> it's not about who did it first, but it's kind of like about how you did it. And I just can't stand somebody that's always trying to one-up somebody. And especially if we on the same team. You don't never try to one-up your own team or you know what I'm saying? Somebody you rolling with heavy to make it seem as though, oh, I did it and you didn't. And what you damn sure don't do is stab someone in the back. And then if you got to be behaving that way, then it is time to remove yourself from that circle. And that's another thing that I tell my daughter all the time. Listen, baby girl, if people not with it, if you try to make them understand something several times and they just don't and they can't, then I mean, like you spoke your piece and that's it. Move on. So for me as an adult, I had to learn that sometimes you very much strongly do outgrow people. And I've outgrown so many people, almost everybody in my life. And outgrowing someone or growth period can be very overwhelming. I always say it. If you know me, you know that I say it could be very overwhelming. It could be who said it best. I mean, because I love him so much. So, you know, Drake said it. It can grow lonely at the top. And it do. And you figure for me, I'm not even all the way at the top yet. I mean, like I'm there. Like, you know, when I point my finger up, my nail is like scraping the surface of the top. But I, I, I need I need for it to be where if I clip, because, you know, my nails are long as hell. So I need for it to be when I clip my nail down, my finger and my hand, I could just whisk and swipe across the top. Because that means right after that, I'm standing on the top. I went through the whole thing of, you know, letting people get me so upset, getting under my skin, getting me so flustered to where it was though I was just lashing out and I was just doing this and doing that. And like when I took a step back and even now, like with work and just with some of these friends that I knew I need to let go of or some of these relationships that I knew I needed to let go of, it's like you're hindering yourself. You're, you're, you're by trying to keep yourself into an equation or in a situation that is really no good for you, you are doing nothing but hurting and hindering yourself from where you are actually on your way to, or if not there already. And non-intentionally, that's what people will do. They will bring you down if you let them. Like, that's that's just it. They will bring you down. And it's okay, you know, people be like, stay in your lane. It's okay. If you feel like, this motherfucker in the lane, that I ain't, I don't want to do that no more. I don't, it's more to life. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm trying to be here. I'm trying to be there. I gave myself a three-year plan. I am, within one year, I am more than half way in to full-blown achieving my three-year plan just three years and I did that because I let go of the toxic shit I'm getting better and better and I'm letting go of the toxic people and I used to be like well this person did this to me and that person did that or you did this and you did that I also hear often hear which is you this and you that and you this but when people say I often hear how people I let people know how they've changed up on me I had somebody again conversation heated debate all they kept saying was well you've been this and you've always been this way and you did this and you did that and you've always been this and you did somebody told me I was mean I said damn I'm mean and you always, you always been mean. You always did this. You always did that. But throughout the whole conversation, it was how I've always been. But I'm saying how you just change and change and change. So I had to bring to the attention. I said, but do you dig how throughout this whole conversation, you've been telling me how I've always been. 
but I'm telling you how you constantly change. And it's not for the best. Because my thing is, I, I, I know it's not good to stay the same. But one thing about staying the same is that means you're staying true to you. You can, you can evolve in being the same person. So it's just like, you're telling me I've been this way, I've been that way. But I just learned how to articulate how I felt a little bit different. Or no, a little bit better rather. So now you're upset because I'm not screaming and shouting and acting a whole fool. Because this is how you want people to see me. Whereas now you're not even digging that I have changed. It just wasn't on your time or in the way that you wanted me to. So now that you finally felt like, oh, I'm this, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this now and this is how I am. I guess people get upset when you're not moved by it. So it's like, hmm, wow. That's, it's like the thing with support. I see people all the time. They can support a motherfucker that's doing the same exact thing as me. The same thing. But they're going to go hard to support and do that, you know, support them and tell them that. But then it's always, I got a person. My daughter said to me one time, she said, Mommy, every time you're around this certain person, you always end up crying. (laughs) And I was like, what? Well, that's because, you know, Mommy's just full of emotions or whatever. She was like, no. It seemed like they always try to make you feel bad for being you. She was like, that's not a good friend or that's not a good person. And it was just like, hmm, never realized that. She told me one day she felt as though I befriended or was, was, you know, dealt with someone or kept them around me for so long because I, she said, I think you pitied them. And I was like, no, I don't pity nobody. Patience, like, I don't, I don't look at anyone that way. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't do that. I don't take pity but she like well not she like but you know when somebody is always trying to tell you that they want this or they did this or they're going to be better or whatever it is and you know you just always you know have hope or you you feel like you know all right I want to I want to see you know like I guess like right I want you to be that person or I want you to be the better or whatever it's like you don't it, it it I don't know but the way she was explaining it and breaking it down to me was like, you know what, baby, I get it. So I had to learn for me. I had to pull back a little bit because, and this was something new I learned, you can enable a person that way. But what I didn't learn, realize was people are manipulators and people, some people are heavier on the manipulation than others. So when someone is trying to manipulate you, that's what they're doing to you. They're enabling you. Because you know what I mean? They want to get you to think the way that they think. Or they want you to... the 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 to. They just want to make you feel like shit. For being you. And it's just like, no. And I had to check myself. Because I talked to my daughter and I preached to her. all the, You don't ever got to apologize for being you. You ain't never got to apologize for feeling how you feel. And you don't have to explain to people more than one time why you feel how you feel. You said what you said. If they get it, they get it. They move on. That's the same way with me. There's been people I've talked to, communicated with. I shared something with someone because someone ruined a surprise for me. Granted, it wasn't really nothing to ruin. But anyway, someone ruined a surprise for me. So I finally decided to say, well, damn, you know, you kind of messed that up. So when I decided to speak on it, it was a problem. But it was like, so were we supposed to tiptoe around it and ignore it and act like you didn't mess that up? You know, a secret is a secret and a surprise is a surprise. So it's like 
people get upset when people can tell your secrets. But when you do it, because one thing about me is I don't lie. You know, so if you if you do something to snake me, no, it ain't really a revenge thing. But don't keep picking with me. Because I'm like a tell all book. But that's just that. And that's not that's friendships. That's family ships. That's everything. I had someone text me, a family member text me. I when I passed my exam for my real estate, my for my real estate exam or whatever, you know, no one said congratulations, thanks, or whatever. I had to tell this motherfucker, like, damn, you know, I passed my exam. Oh, congrats. Not congratulations with a balloon emoji with the little emoji blowing the streamer. None of that. It was just, oh, congrats. I was like, oh, okay. But it didn't bother me much because I had so many more people that were rooting for me. Strangers, people of non, non-relation, you know, friends, real friends and things like that. So it was just like, okay, moving right along. But three, four weeks later, they achieved something that meant something to them or was a big deal to them and decided to text me a picture of the situation that they you know what I'm saying? And I started to ignore it and be like, oh, congrats. But I don't be feeling like that all the time. Like, you know, I don't, that, that would have been me not being me. So then that would have been me being, um, is it a hypocrite? Contradicting. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, wow, oh my God, yo, congrats. I'm hype. I'm so proud of you, man. Like, yo, I see you player doing that shit, putting it together. Yeah. You know, and I even was like, no, for real. I want you to know I'm proud of you. You know, congratulations. And that's what's up. Don't stop here. Keep it going. Keep it, you know what I'm saying? This, this, this is like this, this is the beginning. Don't stop. After that day, I never heard from him again. For like a little while. And then it was. um, I think it was like my birthday. And then it was like, you know, hey, what's up? All right, we're going to meet up. All right, cool. And I have this thing for, you know, just with certain people. Like, I just feel like, you know, certain people shouldn't break up. Or, you know, you should just always be like, regardless. I feel like, especially with family, I feel like you should just fight. But one thing I'm not going to be doing is fighting a fight by myself. So again, I had to learn that, you know, every relationship isn't a good relationship and every relationship doesn't need to be mended. So it's just like from my last show to now, I've learned so many different lessons. One thing I've learned is that people will be people. And another thing I've learned is that when people are wrong and they're just not right within themselves, they will do whatever they can can to tear you down and bring you down to their level. And it's like, why? You know, you could be like, get on my level. They feel like get on my level. And you like, uh, these levels really aren't meeting. So, you know what I'm saying? Only thing you could do is walk away. And then you know people, oh, jazz is like this, jazz is like that. One thing jazz will do is get the fuck up and walk away. Because if what you're doing and how you think and you operate ain't helping or benefiting me and you feel like what I'm doing, how I think and how I'm operating ain't helping or benefiting you, it is no reason for us to keep it connected. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or keep trying to hold on to some shit that ain't got no glue, adhesive, or ain't even magnetic. We just opposites. And 
as much as I, you know, I do, I got a big heart, a very big heart. Sometimes I think my heart is too damn big, you know, and I let a lot of people into my world that I shouldn't, but that we're, I'm human. So, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people um, do that, right? So I just had to understand that just surround yourself for real, for real, Jazz, with people that are doing what you're doing is trying to get to where you are or with people that are already where you're at. So that way, you know, when you when you do it that way, you won't if something doesn't work or it doesn't go your way or a person isn't seeing it how you see it, you won't be so ups- like you you it's not so much as you'll your, your first your first your first emotion won't be anger. Or, you know, it won't be to be upset or sad because you guys are all, you're all in the same, you're all a part of the same world. You're trying to do the same thing. You're trying to accomplish the same dreams and goals. So you'll be able to understand how to, how to take in constructive criticism. Or you'll understand a little bit better exactly what constructive criticism is. You know what I'm saying? I have a dear friend of mine. We talk almost every day. And... And sometimes, you know, she'd be having to ask me questions like, what you doing, girl? You ain't such and such and such. And I'd be like, girl, no, damn, no, I'm chilling or whatever. Oh, all right. I just had to make sure or I might say something sometimes. And she might be like, Jazz, no, I don't agree with that. And it's like, you know what? Right. Or it, it's even been times I've said something. And as I was saying it, it was like, I was like, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Because that came out totally wrong. And she's like, yes, it did. And I don't appreciate it. And I'm like, you know, well, you don't, you don't even mind apologizing. And then when you apologize, your apologies will legit be sincere. So I don't even really have like a topic or like a strong title for today. So if I just had to think of one, it'll be, it's okay to stay true to yourself. Because... I was, um, sorry, that's cash if you hear her. I learned and I've realized for a very long time, I was not being true to myself. I wasn't even being true to my kid. Because if I'm being true to myself, then that means I'm being true to my kid. And it was, I was such a, I was just like trying to make everybody right because I was hurting so bad. So I figured if I took care of everyone and those around me that, you know what I'm saying? That that's what made me feel good. Seeing everybody else happy and seeing everybody else smile. But it's like when you give, give and give and people take, take and take. And then when you like, look, I ain't got nothing else left to give. And motherfuckers like, well, what the fuck you here for? I was like, damn, I guess nothing. Cause we have nothing in common. So I was listening to a good word one day and um, Pastor said, Pastor Keon said, never allow a snake to make you a snake. Now, when I say I felt that and that hit home, no, that hit my heart heavy because I learned that. With everything, you would think like it's been two years, two years and two months to be exact that, you know, maybe I've, you know, gotten a little better or gotten different. And I have changed. Yes, indeed, I've changed. I don't have a lot of time for like the nonsense and, you know, the BS. And I don't have time to be pacifying people anymore. I'm just done with the I'm done with pacifying because that's just it's not good. But. 
never allow a snake to make you a snake. It legit helped me realize. It made me realize I was doing it all wrong. I was putting my own dreams aside. I was like doubting myself more and more to big someone else up. I was discrediting, you know, my ideas and how I felt and the things that I believed to make others feel better. I was just agreeing with shit for sake of argument. <laughs> like I was going through all kind of stuff. And and people like to pinpoint everything towards a relationship. No, 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 no. It's not always a relationship because, you know, relationships wasn't always bad. Everything wasn't always bad. Friendships wasn't always bad. But like I said, when you reach a certain a different stage or a certain level of success and you 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 realize, let's just say you're doing good. It's 27 days out of the month and then for three of them days you was with or you was hanging with or you did. You know what I'm saying? Something with like I, I it's like. If you got to feel like every time, you know, you indulge in a little bit of what used to be fun to you with a certain person and it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sinking back into that world or I'm doing this or I'm doing that again or this not. Then you need to stand clear of that. Like you need to stand clear of that. But then a friend, you know, childhood friend or whatever, family, you know, invited me out. You know, hey, come on, let's kick it on such and such day. I, I, I hung out. For a little bit, I don't really hang out much no more because I, you know, I do be trying to, yeah, I got to be trying to keep my focus up. Like, you know what I mean? I'm barked on my new business. It's called Sincerely with Patience Home Locators. And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? We will, with the same amount of sincerity and the patience that you have, I will locate you your home, whether it's to buy or rent. You want to lease it? Boom. You ready to buy it? I'm going to connect you and get you hooked up with, you know what I'm saying? What you got to do until I'm ready or when it's time for me to sell my first home. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But um, I left hanging out with that friend. I didn't leave and in the morning feel like, oh, my God, I, you know, how did I do it? I just ruined my life. And I, so I just learned, like, sis, you keep trying to put yourself around people and things that just isn't it. So um, after having, like, just being in like, you know, a little whirlwind life roller coaster, learning from work. I see people are still the same. They're going to do you how they want to do you, treat you how they want to treat you. If you ain't riding they wave, then they're riding against yours. That's the same thing with family, friends, and friendship. Um, You know, it's like, Jazz, you always got your guard up and my guard's going to forever stay up. I will never, ever let it down again until I'm ready. So with that being said... I will be back weekly, you know, just with some cool, just some regular, some conversations, just some regular everyday life situations, conversations, some lessons that I've learned, some situations maybe of a friend or somebody or whatever that's take, you know, I talk, I'm there a lot for people. People are there a tremendous amount, a lot for me. But one thing about it is I feel free. I feel lighter. I have no burdens. Um, now I ain't saying that life ain't still kicking me in the ass because it is, but that's just life. But with a lot of the trials and tribulations, you hear me keep saying, I have some amazing triumphs in this thing too. So, and I think that came from since in the past year, I've just learned to hardcore stay true to myself and 
when you're staying true to yourself, if things don't necessarily go in your favor, then it's like, all right, well, it wasn't meant to be. But I know I handled it the way that I wanted to handle it. I did what I wanted to do with that situation. And I was being me. And for me, staying true to myself and being me has gotten me so far within a year, a little less than a year, that it has my whole damn life since I was able to make my own decisions. So, thank you for tuning in. It's a conversation with me and more. And definitely, definitely, from the moment you open your eyes to the time you lay back down at night to go to sleep, you always remember to give the big man above thanks. Because without him, who knows where we'd be. Love you, Ajene. Miss you forever and ever and always. My nenes. And everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week.